MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, welcome into Rush Hour presented by Bet. Rivers. Holden Kushner hanging out with you today with our wonderful producer, Stephanie. I'm looking forward to bringing you a nice show. We're going to get back to our baseball card. I've had a pretty good two days since I've been in for Dandy this week, so I can't wait to give you my picks, my selections. We'll start with the Yankees and Red Sox in just a moment. Max Starks, former NFLer, he's going to come on. We're going to talk some NFL with him. Speaking of the National Football League, before the show is over, Bet Rivers has some really cool props. They have the team to win the most games in a regular season. I'll talk about that tomorrow. I had a fun time researching the team that's going to lose the most games in the National Football League, and I'll be talking about that later in our buddy Josh Applebaum from VSIN here to talk a little KD, some MLB. Let's get into tonight's slate, though. We're going to have a good time with this one. We're going to start with the Yankees and the Red Sox. All of these plays, by the way, that I'm giving you are the same plays that I'm playing tonight. I don't give a selection unless I'm invested in the selection. All right, we're going to start with the Yankees and Red Sox because tonight Garrett Cole is on the hill in Boston and Garrett Cole has not had great success at Fenway Park as a member of the Yankees. So let's get into this. 75 degrees, winds blowing out to the green monster tonight, Cole and Josh Winkowski. Now, earlier today, I was like, I'm going to go over first five innings. And then I looked at the lineup and there was no judge and no Rizzo. 
So the team with the best record in baseball at 59 and 23 without Aaron Judge, without their first baseman Rizzo, I'm not as high on the Yankees as I was earlier. Boston, 14 games behind the Yankees. They have they were they had a remarkable June. The problem was the Yankees were just better than them in June. So 24 and 19 at home. They're good. I always like backing Boston at home because their bats seem to be better at Fenway Park as well. So New York coming off that 16-0 thrashing of Pittsburgh last night. Let's talk about Cole for a second. His expected ERA, 82nd percentile. Chase rate, 87th percentile. Whiff rate, 91st percentile. He is elite among the elite. The problem is, is the Red Sox have gotten to him before, and they are a much better offense at home since the start of 2021. They've gotten 15 runs off of Cole in the last 26 innings over the last five starts. So 15 runs over the last five starts. Boston can get to him. One and three with a 5.06 ERA lifetime at Fenway. Winkowski, on the other hand, young kid, three and two, three one two ERA. This is going to be his real first elite offense he's faced because he faced Cleveland. He faced the Cubs. Those two teams can score. Oakland, putrid. Detroit, putrid. Here's the play. No Judge, no Rizzo, no Yankees. Going to back the Boston Red Sox here. Now, I saw it earlier today at plus 148. I got it at plus 140 about 30 minutes ago when I noticed the lineup. And now it's creeping down to about 135. You could st- I, I still feel very confident getting that type of plus money uh, with the Red Sox today. Boston plus 140. And as a good buddy of mine always says to me, there's not too many bad plus 140 bets out there. So I'm going to back... Boston this evening without Aaron Judge and without Anthony Rizzo for the Yankees. Game number two, I'm going back to Baltimore for the third straight night. Let's go back to Baltimore here. Angels at the Orioles. The Angels offense has been anemic. Outside of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, there really isn't too much to be worried about. So we get into this one. Again, you got to check the weather. You got to check the lineups. Lineups look good. The weather looks even better. 80s and 80% humidity. Ball's going to fly. Ball is going to be flying tonight. Now, the O's are sending Jordan Lyles to the mound. People, who's Jordan Lyles? Jordan Lyles is a guy who's been pitching well lately. He's gotten at least six innings and three straight starts. And I'm going to look at him saying, wow, one and two with a 2.92 ERA, 15 home starts. Well, let's look at Jordan Lyles because he's been going at least six innings multiple times. i got a little player prop for you. I don't bet these very often. Over 17 and a half outs recorded by Jordan Lyles tonight. Now the Angels are a bad team on the road. 17 to 22, 5 and 16 in their last 21, and they've scored two or less runs in their four losses here on the road. They have a five games on the road so far, four of those games two or less runs. I'm not buying it. Chase Silseth, here's a kid, 16th prospect in the Angels organization, not a great minor league system whatsoever. I think the Orioles get to him. This line actually was at minus 113 this morning. I got it at minus 112. And a little bit of money came in. Now it's minus 110. The next play is the Orioles minus 112 at home tonight. Now these other two games, if you want to tail, great. If you don't, you want to go the other way, by all means, tell me how it worked out for you. Hit me up on Twitter at Holden Radio. Padres Giants, though, is the next game. And these are two teams that are really scuffling. Two teams that could be playoff teams. The Padres definitely should, but they're not playing good baseball. San Francisco just snapped a six-game losing streak. The Padres had an off night. They've lost eight of 10. So something's got to give tonight. Uh, what we have is Logan Webb and Joe Musgrove. These are two terrific starting pitchers, and I think they're going to cancel each other out. 
So if you want to take the under, I think it was three and a half first five. I, I, I don't have the cojones for that tonight. I'm not going to do it. I think this becomes a bullpen game. San Diego has the edge there. Now, we'll look at the Giants bullpen. Ninth worst whip at 1.43. Why do I mention that? Walks and hits and innings pitched. How many base runners are you putting on? That's too many base runners. They don't strike anybody out over the last five weeks. 7.63 K rate, 26th or 29th in Major League Baseball. And their offense, 24th in OPS since June 1st. I know I'm throwing a lot of stats out there at you, but we're building up to the denouement. So last 10 games, bad offense for the Giants. 3.2 runs per game over that stretch. It's not like the Padres have been good lately. Again, they've lost 8 of 10, but that bullpen is on lockdown. They're coming off an off day, and this is where I think the Padres have a big advantage. You get a little later in this game. So personally, just so I could give this pick, I did put a quarter unit on San Diego, minus 130. Juice on that one a little nuts. It's plus, it's minus 148 now. If you like minus 148 juice, if you're okay with that, go for it. That's past my threshold. I personally don't think I could be successful, profitable, long-term, consistently betting in the minus 140 range. It's just not going to happen, even with a plus 140 pick tonight. I'm going to attack this live as well. So I'm in pregame on the Padres. I'm going to attack it live. I'm going to wait for these two teams, these two starting pitchers, to beat the hell out of each other. Sometime around sixth, seventh inning, we'll start seeing the bullpens come in. And I'm hoping that it's either a tie game or the Padres are down because that is when I'm going to jump on the Padres live. But again, a pregame selection here at minus 130. A couple other games to get to. I'm here in Denver, by the way, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, Rockies Diamondbacks. This could be one of the worst pitching matchups that I've ever bet on. Austin Gomber, lefty going to the hill for the Rockies. Dallas Keuchel, possibly the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball right now. He wouldn't have a job in the bigs if Arizona didn't have holes at the back end of their rotation. This dude has been bad. Rockies beat Keuchel, Keuchel up last week at Coors Field. Seven runs, six earned, six hits, five innings. Now, it's a lot different atmosphere. You're not playing up in the mountains out here. You're going down closer to sea level. <laughs> the Rockies have not been able to hit on the road, but they do face, they do face an Arizona team whose offense has been clicking as of late, but I have something that might get you off of them. They have a 632 OPS against lefties at home, on-base plus slugging. That's just about as bad as it gets in Major League Baseball. So we got a left-hander going up against Arizona. I know the offense has been cooking, but I kind of like the fact, even if he's a bad left-hander in Gomber, I like the fact that he's on the mound, the lefty. Now, as far as the Rockies, bottom two in just about every statistical category when it comes to hitting on the road. They are absolutely abysmal, okay? But Keuchel's two and six with an 8-2-7. He's been brutal. Gomber four and seven with a 6-5-3. He beat the Diamondbacks, you know, four runs, six hits on Sunday at Coors Field. Now, here's a trend that I like, and I'm not a big trends guy, but I'll give it to you. Rockies have been favorites in just 17 games this season. They have come away with a win 11 times. That's almost 65% win percentage when they are favorites. They're not favored very often. They're favored on the road here tonight. <sighs> I can't believe I'm going to do this. Because normally, and, and again, I talk about the Rockies every single day. Unfortunately, I watch this team a lot. I'm going to back them tonight. I'm going to back them tonight. I don't feel confident that this game is going to go over um, just because the two offenses are so bad. I just think Keuchel's worse than Gomber, and it is the stoppable force and the movable object. 
as opposed to the unstoppable and the immovable. These two sides, no bueno. Going to give the Rockies a shot tonight, though, minus 114. I'm actually seeing around 110, 110 around town. So some money coming in a little bit there. And that first five total of five, very, very interesting. I would not blame you if you decided to go that route. I'm just not going to. And the last thing, I'm just looking up right now. I'm trying to find this Pirates lineup. There was a game one today between the Reds and the Pirates. And the game two line has been posted. We have really bad pitchers go in this game. We got a great ballpark, the Great America Small Park. We got great weather. It's warm and humid. We got Bryce Wilson, complete gas can. We got Jeff Hoffman, who started, they're trying to get him in this game, maybe two, three innings. Well, Jeff Hoffman, first of all, has been better. He's a former Rocky, now in Cincinnati, pitching well out of the bullpen. But they're going to rely on him for multiple innings tonight and then turn it over to one of the worst bullpens in the history of the world. The only thing that I am waiting on is this Pirates lineup. The Pirates lineup comes out. We get Volgabach in there, Key Brian Hayes, Castillo, uh, Cruz. If I see four or five of these guys that are legit starters, I'm probably going with the over in this game. I know it's two bad teams. I know it's uncomfortable, but I might go there. I'll tell you where we're going next on the uh, big show. We've got Max Starks, former NFLer. Going to go around the league with him. He does a whole bunch of stuff with ESPN as well. And I really appreciate you hanging out with me again. My name is Holden Kushner, host of the Den City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. You're checking out Rush Hour right now. Let's talk some National Football League bets. Max Starks next on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you are looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There's CityCasts in Chicago. You know, Danny hosts that one. We got them in Denver. That's my show. Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome back in to Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. My name is Holden Kushner. I do host the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. What do I do? I just talk about betting all the local teams. Denver, we got Rockies bets, uh, Broncos. I mean, it's a it's a little odd here. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what city you're in because I can't even see you. But it's gotten a little uncomfortable and bizarre as far as Russell Wilson goes around here. Uh, and really, it's not even Denver's fault. New York Post. And I'm not even kidding you. The New York Post has a story right now talking about Sierra and Russell Wilson in Italy and her popping his pimple. I mean, this is how disgusting it has gotten, the coverage of Russell Wilson across the country. There's no doubt that he is the biggest off the field or on the field story. There's a lot of off the field stories. I mean, we got Dan Snyder and Deshaun Watson, but on the field, there's been nothing like it. He's got the number one selling jersey in the National Football League already. Denver's relevant again. They haven't been relevant for a while. It's, it's, it's been a long while. It's been six years since they have been relevant. So it's nice to see a little Russell Wilson back. You know, I, I look at the rest of the AFC West right now, and I'm going to get into uh, the team with the most losses. It's a great prop. It's up on Bet Rivers. I'll get up to that in just a little bit. But the AFC West is just a murderer's row. It's as simple as that. Uh, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a fascinating team to me. Are, is it just guaranteed that they're going to steamroll through the AFC and get deep again? 
and get into a conference championship game or get back to a Super Bowl? Because it, it, first of all, they got to get out of their division alive. The Chargers with Justin Herbert ascending. What has he got? 5,000 yard season last year. And I talked about betting the most yards thrown prop yesterday. And Herbert was one of my bets at seven to one. I love this kid. I love it. So the Chiefs are plus 175, Chargers plus 220, Broncos 260, and the Raiders at plus 650. Those are the lines up right now on Bet Rivers. I have not placed a wager on the Chiefs. I am a little bit concerned about that offense without Tyreek Hill. Now, defenses last year did a wonderful job, wonderful job of figuring out how to stop that offense for about eight weeks. Two high safeties, Tyreek can't beat them over the top, so you'll dink and dunk. And once they figured it out, they had enough to get to the playoffs and make a run. I think the big thing for them, though, was their defense. First eight weeks, one of the worst defenses you'll ever see. After that, they finish the season strong. They get to the playoffs, though, it's a sieve again. And one of the big reasons, maybe the biggest reason, it's not Tyreek Hill that is the biggest reason that I'm, bet, I'm not betting the Chiefs to win the division. It's because of their defense on top of it. So now you take away their best playmaker. So I'll do respect to Travis Kelsey. They've never been a team that runs the ball very well. And defensively, I still think they need upgrades. So I'm not there. What about the Chargers, though? Oh, yes. The Chargers are something pretty nasty. And when I say there's something pretty nasty, they're pretty good. You know, Justin Herbert, 9,350 passing yards in his first two NFL seasons. He's, he's remarkable. Um, the thing about this team is they went out and they bolstered their defense. I love the fact that they brought Khalil Mack in because now you got Bosa, you got Mack. They can attack the passer. And I don't think that Justin Herbert's going to have to throw as much. I'm just hoping that Brandon Staley allows him to throw as much because I told you I bet him at plus 700 to lead the league in passing yards. All right, let's talk some more football with Max Starks. Oh, it's wonderful to have you on the program. Former Steeler tackle. He's with ESPN. We've got a lot to talk with him about. Max, welcome into Rush Hour. How are you today? I'm doing well. Glad I can uh, come on the show and hopefully, I don't know, maybe not mess it up, mess up any odds worse than Baker Mayfield to the Panthers, but I'll do my best. Well, don't, please don't do your best in that. But <laughs> you know, I was talking to Mike Pritchard about this today. Pritch, of course, doing a show here on VEASAN. We went back and forth. There's one thing we we agree on big time. Baker Mayfield has some okay. issues in the locker room. OBJ, you had multiple players on Cleveland call him out publicly. And I wonder if you think that that could be a hindrance as he heads over to Carolina with a wide receiver in Robbie Anderson that already said that he didn't want him there. Well, I think I think when you look at it, it has to be something that you know needs to be rectified. And of course, Robbie Anderson is going to stand up for his current quarterback. I would expect a receiver to do that, right? To give that vouch of honor uh, for Sam Darnold um, versus bringing in someone new into the fold. But I think also when you look at it, I mean Baker Mayfield, a young guy that came in with a lot of expectations, a lot of a lot of things attached to him, right? A Heisman Trophy winner, number one overall pick going into an organization that was the Browns and to see some modicum of success and also have a good commercial acting career as well, budding at the same time as his playing career. So I think, you know, for a young guy to take all of that in, you know, it, it's something that you kind of have to deal with. I mean, it, it's the, uh, it's the trappings of fame, so to speak. But I think this has kind of been that sobering moment for him. 
And I think a change of venue and a change of ambiance might be the thing that he needs to really, for I think for not only him, but for us to figure out who is Baker Mayfield, right? I think, you know, because you had that success, you take the Browns to their first playoff victory in 20-something years. I think it was 23 years. And you had all this mystique, and then you find out, you know, you're yesterday's trash. Um, you know, when Deshaun Watson gets signed there and he gets that humongous rich contract and you're playing on a fifth-year option, tells you what they really think about you and how they might have taken it for granted <laughs> the fact that you were playing through injury, no matter how bad it looked, the fact that you did that as opposed to the more what we would consider selfish thing, right? Are you injured or are you hurt? Um, and, and, and sitting out and missing time with your team, but it ended up ultimately hurting him. I think this is an opportunity for Baker to kind of reinvent himself and reimagine who he can be. I mean, because this is still a young guy in all intents and purposes um, in the NFL playing out. I mean, his fifth year option, he's only his fifth year in the league and the guy has a playoff victory under his belt. What has Sam Darnold done? So, you know, when you look at it, you're like, you can't really argue it um, in that perspective. Yeah. So you think this does make the Panthers a little bit better, correct? I see. I think it does. Cause let's face it. Okay. If I were to give you this exercise, if I mm-hmm. said, Hey, you've got to, you've got to start your imaginary team today. And these are your four options at quarterback, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Geno Smith or Drew Locke, which one oh, are you picking even... to start it with? Come on, man. I'm in Denver. Right? You think I'm going to say Drew Locke? Are you kidding me? I'm in yeah, Denver. I, I, well, I know you're not, but, but th- I mean, that's what your options were yeah. before Baker Mayfield comes into Carolina. He, those are the two teams he was locked to. And that's where it goes. You instantly pick Baker Mayfield because he's actually won a playoff game amongst those four. Real quick on the Seahawks, Max, because I'm going to talk about the team with the fewest regular season wins. I'm going to talk about the most regular season wins, the fewest season wins. <laughs> and I think the Seahawks have to be in the mix. I mean, this is not a good quarterback situation. Defensively, they've got a lot of issues there. My thoughts on Pete Carroll, great head coach in the day. I think the game has passed him on a little bit. Just my thoughts, Max. Where are you standing with the Seahawks right now? I think the Seahawks are in full rebuild mode. I think this is something, and and I think it's evident. You give the GM and you give the head coach an extension. You know, it's kind of giving them leeway for this to be a rebuild. And they're saying, we want next year's quarterback crop. And I think that's where you're kind of getting there with the Seahawks. I think it's a team that's going to play, uh, you know, try and play stingy defense and really run the ball because that's what Pete Carroll's talked about and try and get back to the quote-unquote their Legion of Boom, early Russell Wilson days identity and try and be that type of team. But the sad part is that doesn't fit in today's NFL mold, especially when you look at their division alone with Arizona, with L.A., um, for what they offer in there. And in San Francisco, we still don't know. You know, I, I would like to think they're going to be run heavy as well because of the Trey Lance and Jimmy G situation, and they want Trey Lance to be the guy, but he's very raw. So you look at that and you say, okay, they're admitting that they don't want to be a contender this year. They want to be a contender in the draft, not the regular season. Exactly, 100%. Max, I'm hoping to catch up with you again. I want to find out more about your Pittsburgh Steelers there. You're there on the sideline, but we're out of time. Thank you so much for hopping on Rush Hour today. I do appreciate it. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hopefully next time we'll get a little bit more time to dive deeper. You got it, pal. Take care. Max Starks, again, former Steelers tackle. He's on the sidelines with the Steelers, does a whole bunch of work in college football as well. He's with ESPN. Terrific guy. Uh, It does sound like he and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to the Seahawks but I might be farther down on them 
than he is. Yeah, I think that's it because I can't wait to give you this. Bet Rivers came up with a really good idea. The the props here, the team with the fewest wins, and you're going to go, oh, it's the Texans. And just right to those teams. There's other teams with better value, and I like it. I'm still waiting for this Pirates lineup to come out, too. I want to see if I can get you one more bet. Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast here. Going to catch up with Josh Applebaum next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There's CityCast Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now DC. Subscribe to your local CityCast whenever you get your podcasts up there. And welcome back to Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. My name is Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast. Uh, you get a chance, check it out. Even easier, follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio, and I promise you, you'll be entertained. But we're going to be entertained by Josh Applebaum right now. He better not entertain us only. Better give us some winners because he wanted to talk NHL draft, and I'm not doing that until we get through baseball, Applebaum, okay? All right? I'm drawing <laughs> that, the line That somewhere. sounds good. <laughs> but it's good to see you. All right, so you and I both have plays in the big game of the night, the Yankees and the Red Sox, right? I, I'll take it through my process. I liked the first five over earlier. I thought Judge would be in there. The Red Sox have hit. Uh, Garrett Coley has not had success at Fenway. Yankees lineup came out. No Judge, no Rizzo again. The bottom of that order, six, seven, eight, nine. Disgusting. I'm taking the Red Sox at plus 140 right now. I know there was some line movement there. I saw it at my, uh, 148, 140, now around 130. What's your angle on tonight's Yankees-Red Sox game in Fenway? Yeah, Holden, it's great to be with you. And again, we got to touch on NHL draft, but this game is a big one tonight, Holden. The Red Sox have really struggled here. Uh, lost a bunch of games in a row, not looking great. They bring up Brian Bayo. He gets rocked around. So the Yankees on the flip side coming off a 16-0 win. So I think when you're looking at uh, line movement in baseball, it's so important to be on Twitter, get these lineups as soon as they come out. And Holden, you made a great point. You know, we see line movement based on big names being out of the lineup. So when this game first dropped, Yankees open like minus 160. They got as high as like minus 175. But then the, the lineup comes out. We find out that there's no Judge, no Rizzo. This line has dropped all the way to Yankees around minus 155. So we're seeing this line come back to Boston. To me, it's a purely buy low opportunity here, uh, Holden, if you want to take the Sox. To me, I think that's where the value is. Number one, they've been struggling here. So you're buying low on a team that's trying to get back on track. Winkowski's actually been pretty good for the Red Sox. 3-2, 3.12 ERA. Yankees have a couple of regulars out of the lineup. I didn't play the Red Sox. Uh, my angle here, though, and I'll be rooting for your play because you do have a divisional dog, high total, reverse line move, public Yankees line going to Sox. And again, getting Red Sox plus money at home in a big uh, rivalry game, a lot of value there just in general. My play is the under Holden. I kind of got lucky on this one. Again, CLV uh, in terms of the under, we'll see if it comes through. But I like the under earlier today. It was under nine. One thing to like about it is when it first came out, it was nine minus 110 both sides. Immediately got juiced up nine under minus 125. We've now seen with Judge and Rizzo out, the line has now dropped to eight and a half. I don't think we're going to get back to nine here, um, uh, Holden, but I do think the under is worth a bet. Still 60% of bets over. Public just sees the pinstripes and says, hey, they scored 16 yesterday. They could hit this over by themselves, but the line keeps tumbling downward. So I'm on the under. You do see in divisional games here, Holden, uh, the under percentage ticks up about 2% over non-division games because of that familiarity and kind of knowing uh, kind of the tendencies of the opposing team. So I'm rooting for the Sox for you. That's the side that I would take if I'm betting this game. 
What I'm holding in pocket is the under nine. You're looking at an under eight and a half right now if you're late to the party. All right, let's get to your next game. I don't know what the hell happened to the Dodgers yesterday. He went up against Arena, and they couldn't score. I mean, it took them till the ninth inning to walk it off on a Mookie Betts bouncer. This offense, I thought that they weren't the same because they didn't have Betts. Well, now he's back, and it hasn't been too impressive. They got the Cubs and uh, Mark Leiter Jr. tonight. Gonsolin just doesn't lose. What do you have on the Cubs and Dodgers? A game, by the way, that I have no plays on, so I'm interested in it. So I think in terms of a really high number holding, I'm really not comfortable laying a minus 270 here with the Dodgers. Yes, they're expected to win. The Cubs, though, they've been feisty here. They took a couple games from uh, the Milwaukee Brew Crew. I think they've won a couple series in a row. So just from the standpoint of laying a huge minus number, and if you bet Tris, not bet to win, if you're risking you know, minus 270, you're getting you know about a quarter of a unit pack. There's really not much juice worth the squeeze there. So I'm going to go back to this total. I think there's some value here on the under. It opened at 8.5. And we're seeing these eight and a halfs really trend down to eight. So this is another example of shopping for the best line, having multiple outs. Obviously, if this lands on a five to three game, an eight nothing game, a seven to one game, you want to cash with that hook. So some books are eight and a half, some are at eight. But either way, we've seen line movement toward the under. And you mentioned Tony Gonsolin. This is like reminiscent of Pedro Martinez, 1999 numbers here, 10 and 0, 1.54 ERA. He's got a 120 ERA in the month of June. And I think his Cy Young odds might be getting into this, uh, you know, kind of the, the 10 to 1, 9 to 1 range. He was like 40 to 1 just about a, a couple months ago. But I like the under in this one, Holden. Uh, you have wind blowing in a little bit here at, at the Dodger Stadium. Both these teams, 5 and 2 to the under Dodgers last seven, Cubs 4 and 1 to the under their last five. I'm not really confident in an upset with the Cubs. I don't want to lay that big minus number with the Dodgers. Give me the under 8.5 here. Hopefully you find the hook before it goes to 8. All right, Josh Applebaum, I don't know what side you're on with the Giants. In the Padres, but I'll just say this: uh, saw this line come out at minus 125. I think I grabbed it at minus 128, minus 130. That number is way. It, it, the juice. I wouldn't even buy into it right now. I think it's in the minus 140s. With that being said, San Diego's lost eight of ten. Right? They had a night off at least. The Giants lost six straight. They finally got a win there. You got two teams not playing well, but two great starting pitchers in Webb and Musgrove. So I'll tell you right now, I backed the Padres uh, last night. I might get in on this game again because I want to target the Giants' bullpen once these starters leave. What do you have on the Giants at the Padres? Well, I'm happy to hear you're on the Padres here, Holden. I am too. I Like you, I bet this a little bit earlier today, around a minus 130 here with San Diego. They open minus 125. As you mentioned, they get steamed up all the way to around minus 140 just about maybe two hours ago. Now we're seeing them at some shops, you know, inching up closer to minus 150. So all this movement has been going towards San Diego. And one system that I really like here, it's kind of a rest versus tired matchup, uh, Holden. So if you look at these favorites that are coming off a day off, playing a dog who played the previous day, and you can add in the fact that San Francisco had to travel here. I know it's not far from Arizona to San Diego, but you throw in the travel, you played yesterday. And I think to your point, the fact that this team has been struggling two and eight the last 10 for San Diego, that off day could really benefit them, kind of reset everything and kind of uh, get you re-excited for another win here, hopefully. But to the point of a rested favorite against a dog who played the previous day, those teams are about 62% over the last four years. So I want to back Musgrove. I love the fact that, you know, as we're getting, you know, it's a 940 game. We're still kind of a ways away, but all movement has been towards San Diego. There's been no buyback whatsoever. Give me the Padres here. Again, you wanted a, an earlier number on this one, but I still think if you want to play it, the side is the Padres. I don't know. Again, I listen to you for a system is a lot different than a trend, <laughs> right? My only system in baseball right now, because I bet live more than I do pregame, my only system is target bad bullpens. Oakland, <laughs> we got the Reds, Phillies, Rockies. 
it really is the best system in the history of the world. It might not even be a system, but <laughs> it's very simple. Your team is down. The other team's bullpen's coming in. You either bet the total, the team total over, or you come back. It's been very successful to this point. So again, if the Giants and the Padres, maybe they're tied late or the Giants have a lead late, they turn it over to the bullpens. That's a game that I'm going to reinvest in and get in on it live. Josh Applebaum with us. So you had to talk to me about the NHL draft. I got to get this in then. If you if you have an NHL draft bet, it must be a winner. Talk to me. What's going on here? Well, I'm trying to get some revenge holding from the NBA draft. Don't get me started. I was big on Jabari Smith. Woj even told me it was a lock. Of course, we all know what happens. Bain Carroll goes number one. But I'm feeling pretty good about this one because there's further movement towards someone who was a dog pretty much the entire process and is now flipping and kind of becoming the Bancaro of the NHL draft. So a lot of these names, I know a lot of people won't really think of these guys. The NHL draft is nothing in terms of popularity, you know, compared to NFL or NBA, but our guy is Uri Slavkovsky Holden. This is our guy because one thing I noticed, uh, there's been some movement towards Slavkovsky and now I know we're only, you know, what a half an hour away from the draft. Slavkoski has become a favorite. Now, why is this important? Because the whole draft process, Shane Wright was a huge favorite. He was like minus 5,000 about a year ago. He's been you know, thought to be the number one pick, almost like Sidney Crosby, since he was like five years old. But there was a tweet from Emily Kaplan. I want to give her a tip of the cap here. She said, number one, look out for an Alex DeBrinkett trade. That just happened. And she also said, she's hearing the Canadians are not going to take the guy everyone thinks they're going to take. They're going to take this Uri Slavkoski guy. So when I was talking about this earlier today, I'm betting across America, you still had right minus 215. Slavkoski was around plus 175. I'm Ooh. looking at the odds right now. Slavkoski's minus 140 right now, Holden. It's happening as we speak. He just became a favorite. This is that late movement, like that Stingley going third overall in the NFL draft, like that Bancaro movement. So again, you may not know these guys. I didn't really know any of these names before pretty much a couple days ago, but our guy, Yuri Slavkovsky. I'm looking for him to go number one overall, and there's some late steam. My two favorite words in betting, Holden, late steam to Yuri Slavkovsky. I don't bet minus 140. It's past my threshold. But you are so passionate about something that I have no idea about. And I love the NHL. I mean, the Avalanche had a great run. I'm going to tell you on this. I will, I will eat some minus 140 juice, my friend. So thank you very much for Yuri Slavkowski. Right? Is that his name? <laughs> Good job, my yeah. friend. Hey, we can't spell it, but hopefully we cash it. Holden, you know what I love about you? You tail your buddy. You're a good man. Let's get it. Well, unless you lose, and then you'll be getting a call from me late tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't then I'll pick buy up you drinks, though. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Applebaum, great talk with you, buddy. You take care of yourself, okay? You too. Have a great night, Holden. All right. Very good. Always good to catch up with Josh Applebaum. You know, we're expecting to talk Kevin Durant. I hear he's got an NHL draft bet. I mean, what would you rather have? A sure thing or a KD talk? I'll take the sure thing. Let's go Slavkowski, a new favorite NHL player if I win this bet. Thanks, Applebaum. Next, which team in the NFL is going to win the fewest games? I'm going to break it down for you here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, Get add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app or betrivers.com. Make your baseball same game parlay today. Okay, welcome back to Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Holden Kushner. 
host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Lots going on in Bet Rivers. By the way, I just got a great line. I'll tell you about that in a second. Moments away from discussing a great prop, least regular season wins in the National Football League. Tomorrow I'll be back on. We'll do most regular season wins. But if you haven't checked out the Denver City Cast or any of the City Casts, I highly recommend it. A lot of different towns. I talk about betting every single team locally, whether it be games, futures, how to attack things from a live perspective. We got Broncos futures coming up. And if your team is ever playing a team in Denver or you want to bet a team in Denver, check it out. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Now, I told you there was one baseball bet I was waiting to make. And I was waiting for the Pittsburgh Pirates lineup, by the way. And why? Well, you got Bryce Wilson on the hill for the Pirates. This is game two of a doubleheader. So we've already got some bullpen work for both teams. The Reds have the worst bullpen in the history of the universe. Jeff Hoffman starting for them. Good reliever. Good reliever. He's kind of changed his career around. Went from Colorado to Cincinnati. He settled down. He's only going to go an inning or two, though. The dude's not stretched out. So I got exactly what I wanted out of the Pirates lineup. I wanted Vogelback. I wanted Sawinski, Cruz, and Castillo. These are not household names. I get it. Pirates actually have some pop in their bats. Great America Small Park. So here's how I attacked it. I just got in at nine and a half on the total. Minus 120. So you can hit that on the alt line at Bet Rivers right now. It is 10 minus 104 to the over. You want to take nine and a half minus 120? Great. That's what I did. Over 10. I think there's a good chance of a push. Still wouldn't mind if you go there. Let's move on, though. And scene. We'll get into the National Football League because today, or yesterday, actually, I was looking through. I'm trying to come up with cool things to talk about. And I find the NFL team with the fewest victories. And you can bet on this. It's remarkable. So I initially came up with a little list. Of course, we got the Texans at three to one, Falcons four to one, Jets, Seahawks plus 800, Panthers 10 to one, Bears 12 to one, Jags 12 to one. I'm not going to read the whole thing off to you. Um, but I'm going to talk about the Seahawks, Bears, Giants, Falcons, Texas, Jags. And I'm going to start with the Chicago Bears, my favorite bet for the least wins this season. 12 to one, their win total six and a half. I mean, I might want to go on. I, I think I'm going to go under on their six and a half win total two minus 120. So a lot of losses here for the, for the Bears. They do have a new coaching staff. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it won't. Allen Robinson's gone. He was banged up. I know he didn't have a great career. But the skill position players in Chicago are not good. I mean, okay, Montgomery's there. Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet are your top two receiving options. That does not give me a lot of confidence in the Bears' offense. Second of all, how many quarterbacks have gone to the Bears and just completely flamed out? I don't think they've had a good quarterback since World War II. And as, as much as I love Justin Fields' talent, he completed only 59% of his passes last year, seven touchdowns and 10 starts, 10 interceptions, pass rating of 73. It just wasn't good. Um, gosh, their secondary is a disaster. As a matter of fact, they had the worst defensive passer rating in the National Football League last season, and it won't get much better this year. This is a bad, bad team. They have admitted that they're tearing it down and rebuilding. I see a long, long season for the Bears. I said, hey, I went to high school in Chicago. I know all about the Bears fans. You guys, you guys are honest with yourself, and you know there's going to be a bad team this year. It's my favorite bet, 12 to 1. I'll throw it in there. It's an incompetent organization, and I'm going to bet on them to have the fewest wins. Now, 
You say, why wouldn't you go with the Texans? They're the worst team out there. Why wouldn't you go with the Falcons four to one? Because when I'm betting futures, and this is just personal, when I'm betting futures, I'm not going to bet one team. You know, the Texans fine. If you want to bet the Texans at three to one, that's fine. But if I'm betting three or four teams that have the worst record, why would I bet a plus 300? I'm not going to make a profit even if they hit. Falcons at four to one, same thing. I want a minimum of an eight to one buy-in. And that's where I'm going next. Okay. Now I was going to talk about the Texans plus 300, four and 13 last year. The reason why I don't even think the Texans are going to have the worst record in football. I like their over four and a half total. I like Davis Mills, 68% completion percentage, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Everybody's laughing at Davis Mills. They drafted Derek Stingley Jr. to be their number one cornerback. Listen, they don't have a lot in their secondary either. They're not going to be a good team, but they do get to play the Jags twice. I'll at least put them in the mix. I wouldn't blame you for betting them at plus 300. I'm just not going to do it. It's not a place I'm comfortable going. So we'll go to my second favorite bet. That'd be Seattle. Let's flip the script here to the Seattle Seahawks. Eight to one plus 800. All right. They have a head coach that runs an archaic offense. To me, Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame head coach. Hall of Famer. Problem is, is that his offense is stuck in the you know, the 2000 teens, it's just, he just wants to run the ball still. I don't understand it. He just got rid of Russell Wilson. You know what? They're going to need to run the ball with Drew Locke and Geno Smith as their quarterbacks. They're starting two rookies and an already subpar offensive line. They've got two of the worst quarterbacks in the league. They're basically wasting a season of DK Metcalf's prime and Tyler Lockett's career. Now, defensively, they're moving to a three, four because they couldn't get any pressure in a four, three. There's no Bobby Wagner. KJ Wright was already gone. They didn't get any pressure last year. 23rd in the league with 34 sacks. And they have to face the AFC West, the toughest division out there. They got to face the Rams two times. This is my second favorite bet. So I got the Seahawks at plus 800. And then I have the Bears at plus 1200. Those are my two favorite bets when it comes to the season least amount of wins total. Then there's the Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars have a win total of six and a half. And they've been the worst team in the league in the last two years. I get it. I'm a Trevor Lawrence guy. I also think that the Jaguars are one of those organizations where you have to be a transcendent quarterback to be successful. The Browns are one. The Jaguars are one. It's been very tough to get a good quarterback there. Their GM, Trent Balky better have a good season or he's out. You know, the last five seasons with Balky, San Francisco, and Jacksonville, they've all had losing records. Now, you'd think they'd be improved with Doug Peterson as their head coach, but what are they doing with these skill position players? You spent $60 million on Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram who can't catch a football? The problem with the Jaguars starts with ownership. Shot Khan's clueless. It trickles down to the rest of the players. I'm concerned that they're going to ruin Trevor Lawrence. I really am. I love this kid. I still think there's a chance that they're improved. I'm betting them to have the worst record in the NFL, though. Again, they're going to do it for the third straight year. They do get to play the Texans twice. But again, this is a team that has to face the AFC West. Uh-oh, there's my other bet. So it's going to be the Bears, the Seahawks, and then I'm going to place a bet here on the Jaguars at plus 1,200. A couple other teams I wanted to discuss just real quick, the Jets. Jets fans are excited. Zach Wilson, this it's Zach Wilson to me. I think Davis Mills is going to have a better career. I, I, I truly do. Zach Wilson, 
Robert Sala, they kind of looked a little lost last season. And while they went out, they spent some money here. and They drafted Brees Hall to compliment Michael Carter in the backfield. They got a good running game. I like that. They got a good defensive line. I think they do flirt with seven or eight wins. So I'm not going to put a bet on them, but their win total is six. And I want you to take light of that. I mean, if you think that they can get to seven or eight wins, this is not a bad bet. I need to see it before I bet it. And I don't think there's any question about that. And the other one is the Giants at plus 1,600. Their win total is seven and a half. They got a new head coach of Brian Dable. What is he going to do? Is he just going to change Daniel Jones around like he did with Josh Allen? I don't think so. I don't think so. Four and 13 last year. I mean, there's a, there's a chance they could finish up with four wins again. And that would mean they have a chance at the least wins in the NFL. Okay, let me just recap a couple bets I got. I got the Yankees, Red Sox, Boston, plus 140. I know that line's dropped to about plus 135. I'm on that. Orioles, minus 110. I got it at minus 112. That line's coming down just a little bit. And as I told you, I was waiting for the Pirates lineup. It came out. I'm back in the over in game two of the Pirates and the Reds. Over nine and a half. You can even hit it at 10. Horrible starting pitchers. Bullpen game for the Reds. I don't love targeting bullpen games, but the Reds bullpen, if there is one that I want to target, it's the Reds bullpen. Plus, we'll go at San Diego minus 130 and Colorado Moneyline minus 114. Stephanie, you have done a wonderful job producing this show. I really appreciate it. Thanks to our technical director, too. Thanks to Josh Applebaum and Max Starks for hopping on with me. It was a blast. I'll be back one more time tomorrow filling in for Danny here on Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. Follow me on Twitter. Again, I'm Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, on Twitter at Holden Radio. And thanks for checking me out here on BSIN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.